Welcome to Catholic Moms in the Middle, a podcast for midlife moms who want to make the next season of life their best one yet. I am your host, Jenny Gwynn. You might find yourself transitioning into a new phase of life as your children become more independent or leave the nest. Mama, I am here to tell you that your life isn't over. You simply have new opportunities ahead of you. After years of pouring your heart and soul into raising your family, it is your turn to reconnect with yourself. In this podcast, we will talk about the joys and challenges of midlife. You will be inspired to rediscover your God-given purpose or to dust off old dreams and make them a reality. You'll learn how to navigate relationships with your adult children, to reconnect in your marriage, or focus on your health by being more active or finally losing the weight you've struggled with for years. Whatever this next season of life brings, this podcast will equip and encourage you to be happy, healthy, and holy. Hey friends, welcome to my podcast. Today, we are going to talk about miracles, roses, and believing in the impossible. I'm going to share the story of Our Lady of Guadalupe and Juan Diego with you. It's a story that, if we open our hearts, can inspire and encourage us on our journey. Our Lady of Guadalupe introduced herself as the Mother of God when she appeared in Mexico in 1531 to Juan Diego, who was an indigenous peasant. Juan Diego saw a glowing figure on the side of the hill. And as he approached, Our Lady identified herself to him, and she asked that he build her a shrine in the exact spot that they were standing, so she would be known as the mother of all humanity to show and share her love and compassion with all those who believe. Even though her request seemed impossible, Juan Diego visited the Archbishop of what is now Mexico City and shared his story. As you can expect, the archbishop dismissed him and told him he would only believe the story if he had concrete proof of her appearance and request. Juan returned to the hill where Our Lady was there waiting for him. This time, she told Juan to climb to the top of the hill and pick some flowers to present to the archbishop when he made his request. Again, Juan must have thought that her request seemed impossible, yet He was so open and willing, he followed her directions and climbed to the top of the hill. You see, it was winter, and all of the flowers had faded into the cold, hard ground. What Juan found at the top was nothing but a miracle. The ground was covered in an abundance of flowers. Not only that, there were different types of flowers that he had never seen in his native land before. Our Lady helped Juan gather a bunch of beautiful, brightly colored roses, and they placed them in Juan's cloak or his tilma, and she requested that he take the flowers and go back to the archbishop and again ask him to build a shrine on the hill. With the flowers stowed in his tilma, Juan met with the archbishop to share the beautiful roses and Our Lady's request. As Juan opened his cloak, the roses spilled out, revealing an image of Our Lady on the outside of His tilma. This image is what we know and love as Our Lady of Guadalupe. This time, as you can imagine, the Archbishop had the miraculous proof he needed to build the shrine. 
Over 20 million people visit that shrine, that church, the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe each year, which is now situated on the very same hill on which she appeared to Juan. She appeared to Juan Diego three times, and on the third and final time, this was part of her message to him. Hear me and understand well, my little son, that nothing should frighten or grieve you. Let not your heart be disturbed. Do not fear that sickness, nor any other sickness or anguish. Am I not here who is your mother? Are you not under my protection? Am I not your health? Are you not happily within my fold? What else do you wish? Do not grieve nor be disturbed by anything. When Mary appeared to Juan in 1531, it was during a time of much suffering and conflict. The people, his native people, were weary and beaten down. They were divided because of conflict, and they were searching for peace and hope. They were lacking belief in God and what was possible when you have faith in Him. Juan was a very simple man. He wasn't rich or powerful, but he was faithful. Our Lady appeared to someone in the margins who was overlooked and taken for granted and oftentimes didn't have a voice. Someone who needed hope the most, but also someone who was humble enough to believe in the impossible. I often reflect on how Juan must have felt when he climbed the hill looking for those roses in the middle of winter. What was going through his mind? Did he feel any doubt, unbelief, and even a bit of discouragement as he made the climb? Even if he felt those feelings, his belief in God and his belief in Our Lady's message was stronger. His faith allowed him to believe that God can and will do the impossible, which is what kept him moving up step after step towards the top of the hill. Now, I can only imagine how how full his heart must have been as he took in the roses blooming on the cold, snowy ground. The impossible was happening right in front of him. This miracle from God confirmed his belief and strength and strengthened him to take Our Lady's request to the Archbishop. What he didn't know was that God would once again provide another miracle, a bigger miracle needed to turn doubt into belief with Our Lady's image on his tilma. Is there an area in your life that is filled with disbelief and doubt? Is there a situation in your life where you need God to plant roses? Do you believe that He can do the impossible? Or do you doubt that even God can't change the situation that you're in? God scatters what I like to call possibility roses in our everyday lives. It is in the everyday struggles that He wants us to know that He is near. Just like Our Lady's words to Juan when she said, Let not your heart be disturbed. Where does your heart feel disturbed? Is there a habit or sin that keeps you stuck and unable to live the life that God has called you to live? For years, I was stuck in body shame and an endless cycle of dieting. I didn't see any hope for change no matter how hard I tried. Each attempt eventually left me in a place of self-loathing, self-doubt, and despair. 
I was so focused on a number on the scale by punishing myself to lose weight and then beating myself up each time I failed that I discounted my worth. God was always trying to get my attention through His Word, through the love of my husband and my family, encouragement from friends, but I couldn't see Him because I didn't think it was possible for me to win this battle with food. My heart was disturbed, and I needed to believe that the impossible could be possible. Now, there wasn't a huge aha moment or earth-shattering revelation that changed things for me. Instead, it was a tiny question that popped in my head. And the question was, what if losing weight is possible? It was a tiny possibility rose that opened my eyes and heart to see what I needed was right in front of me. That tiny question or possibility rose moved me from the impossible to believing what if. My thoughts went from, I can never lose weight, to what if it is possible for me to lose weight? Or, I can't stick with an eating plan, to what if it is possible to eat what is on my plan? Or, I can't stand the way my body looks, to what if it is possible to love my body right now without any changes? These thoughts opened the door to possibility. To begin, you need the tiny belief that it is possible to reach your goals, to reconcile your marriage, or to finally lose weight. Whatever it is, whatever that situation is that disturbs your heart. When you first begin, your belief can just be a tiny flicker. But when you take this flicker of hope and offer it to God in that impossible situation, He can turn it into flames of belief in yourself and in His goodness and in His power and healing. You will begin to notice possibility roses all around you. God will give you the strength you need to climb the hill step by step towards where you need to go, where you will find freedom, joy, and peace. As I began my journey to lose 45 pounds, it started with a flicker of belief that this time could be different. I didn't let myself go into that past thinking about all of the times that I had failed in the past, About, but I thought about what was ahead. I kept reminding myself that this time could be different, that it was possible that the future could be different. The failures in the past didn't dictate what would happen, but they could give me a good stepping stone to making different choices. This tiny flicker of belief grew into flames as I looked at weight loss through the lens of my faith and learned how to break the spiritual stronghold that weight loss and dieting had over me. I began to see possibility roses growing in my life as I became aware of the sins of gluttony, the temptations that I faced each day, and how food and dieting had become an idol in my life. Once I began to confess these sins and slowly remove them from my life, the possibility roses bloomed into strength, hope, and determination. So, where do you need possibility roses in your life? What do you need to let go of so that the roses can bloom even in a situation that seems impossible? It is easy to blame others for your failures or the difficulties you encounter in life. 
But what if you looked within your own heart? Where is your own heart disturbed? Ask Our Lady to show you. Ask Jesus to show you the areas that need healing and the areas that need forgiveness. As Juan was looking for something tangible to help the Archbishop believe his message, Our Lady gave him this direction. Climb to the top of the hill. There you, where you saw me and I gave you orders, you will find different flowers. Cut them, gather them, assemble them, then come and bring them before my presence. Our Lady is asking Juan to take action by climbing to the top of a steep hill to look for the impossible. Juan believes her words and expectantly climbs the hill to find the colorful roses blooming everywhere. Not only are the roses growing in the middle of winter, but they were special roses not found before in Mexico. These possibility roses gave Juan the belief and the strength he needed to once again take action and go back to the Archbishop. These possibility roses allowed him to keep moving towards his goal. You may be standing at the bottom of a steep hill where your heart is disturbed, and you may not believe that you can climb to the top. Maybe, like me, you struggle with your weight and body shame. Maybe your heart is disturbed and troubled because of your marriage or conflict in another important relationship. Maybe you are in the middle of conflict at work or in your church or simply in the world, and you have lost all hope of reconciliation. Maybe you look at the world and only see evil and division. Whatever it is that seems impossible to make changes only needs a flicker of hope, a tiny flicker of possibility that can become flames of belief. So, ask Our Lady to help you climb that hill in your life. You have to take actions. You have to move from where you are towards where you want to go. Ask Our Lady to place possibility roses in your path so that even in the most difficult situations, you can see how God is working in your life. You will be surprised, just like Juan, how God will show up in ways that you least expect. The Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe is celebrated each year on December 12th. That feast day is coming up, and I encourage you to spend time reflecting on Our Lady of Guadalupe. There are so many miracles that are involved in her intercession. In fact, when she appeared, it was a time of much disbelief in God. Many of the people didn't know or even believe in God. Her appearance and Juan's belief in the impossible led to over 8 million Mexicans being baptized in the Catholic faith. The image of Our Lady has so much significance. I encourage you to pray and study this apparition and allow God to share the message of hope, belief, and faith in your life so that you can be an example to others of what is possible when you believe. Take some time to study the image and see all the symbolic um, images and pieces of Our Lady of Guadalupe and allow her love and her motherhood to pour over you. And like she told Juan, you are protected, you are loved, and you are worthy under her veil. Let's pray. 
In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, we ask that you pour belief over those areas in our life that seem impossible, those areas where we are searching for you, where things seem dark and bleak, and there is no hope. Lord, whatever that it is that disturbs our heart, we ask that you guide us to see that anything is possible through you. We ask that you place possibility roses in front of us so we can take the first step towards healing and coming to know you and your goodness in our lives. Lord, we ask that you bless our families. And Lord, you, I ask that you give us the strength, the words, the wisdom, and the courage to share your love with those around us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, friends, stay happy, healthy, and holy, and I will see you next time. God bless. For more information on Catholic Moms in the Middle, or to set up your complimentary Moms in the Middle mentoring session, go to catholicmomsinthemiddle.com, or find me on Facebook at Catholic Moms in the Middle for even more encouragement and support as you embrace this next season of life. The music for this podcast was written by Sean Williams, Catholic composer and musician. You'll find more of Sean's original music at musicbyshawnwilliams.com. That is musicbyshawn, S-H-A-W-N, williams.com.